I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zenni's Blocks lenses help to protect the eyes by keeping harmful blue light out. Because they're virtually clear, add blocks to any Zenni frame for stylish, all-day protection. Get a complete pair of prescription or non-prescription blocks glasses starting at just $24. Protect your eyes now at Zenni.com. Hey, everyone, and happy dump day. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I promise I'm going to actually get it together and stop with the whole like I'm back and then I'm gone and I'm back and then gone things have just like truly things have just truly been so crazy and I mean you all know that everyone's lives are crazy so it's no excuse I promise I'm going to do better but this week I actually so basically actually what happened is that I was going to release this episode last week but then I realized I just felt like I don't know I just felt like the this episode just needed to be pushed off um until this week because I just felt like there's a lot going on I don't know I don't I don't know why but for some reason I just felt like this episode was going to be better this week and honestly it clearly has because I obviously have more content (laughs) for this episode um what could this episode possibly be about you might ask um so let's see tomorrow is october 1st as we all know october is spooky season well everyone loves spooky season you know i love you know i actually hate halloween <laughs> I, was, I don't know what i was gonna say i hate halloween um i never celebrated it as a kid everyone you can come for me i really don't care i never celebrated it as a kid um uh, my family's african therefore halloween is a devil's holiday in my household um, so never celebrated it, literally went to church instead. However, I do love Halloween movies. Well, okay. Mm-mm. I only really like, you know, the Disney Halloween movies. I don't really like, uh, what did I watch? My sister used to make me watch like Practical Magic. I thought it was scary. And, and what's that one movie with the three sisters? Girl, I don't even know. Right. So anyways, <laughs> so yeah, I, you know, whatever. But I was like, you know what? Spooky season is almost upon us. But you know what's really scary? Racism. Period. <laughs> okay, so this week, everyone, we're talking about racism. And um, uh, if that makes you uncomfortable, then, like, <laughs> this is probably not the podcast for you. Because if you didn't know, I'm black. <laughs> so, <laughs> black be black, black. So, yeah um we're talking about racism listen this podcast we're talking about everything like i'm not only talking about like this is not just a podcast talk about like relationships and fun stuff and blah 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 like we're talking about real life because we're talking about things that are like my life and also your lives and things that should be impacting everyone it's more of just kind of like me just talking about times that i've experienced racism anyways let's jump in today we're obviously talking about racism so what better way to start off than by roasting my sorority because i didn't do enough of that in last 
our in our last episode um but I am just so absolutely disappointed and disgusted with my fucking sorority at Cabo Delta sorority <laughs> At Cabo Delta Sorority, you guys know who you are. Listen, uh, my sorority is obviously full of idiots because they posted, first of all, I want to talk about my chapter because my chapter, like, I think my chapter tries really hard to be, you know, very socially active and politically correct, even though, you know, like, they obviously are going to fuck up sometimes. Um, I think everybody does. Well, not me. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But there are some people within my chapter that, girl, don't even get me started because some of these people are racist as fuck. And I'm just like, I cannot believe that we share the same, like, like we're supposed to be sharing the same core values or whatever. Like, we're all supposed to be sharing, you know, everybody's, like, my sorority it's like, oh, like, honorable, beautiful, highest. Like, that's our, like, motto, basically. But some of these girls, mm, they are the least honorable, beautiful, or highest I've ever seen. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be rude, but, like, some of these girls, I'm not going to go into the the really racist things that I, like, have heard people or that I know that people have said about me um, because I'm just, like, it's just, it's just sad. But something that I do want to mention is that my dumbass sorority literally. <laughs> okay, so everybody knows Miss Amy Coney Barrett, literal trash human being, you know, has now been nominated to replace my girl, RBG. And apparently she's a Kappa Delta. I did not know I did not know that she was a Cap Delta until today, but apparently she is. And for that, I am disgusted. So, what the actual fuck? <laughs> this woman literally wants to take away rights for everyone as a Supreme Court justice. So, something that I want to talk about quickly is how I, I have said this before, like not on this podcast, but I have said this to my friends and I just personally don't understand how you can be anything other than a rich, white, straight male and support Trump and support the people that he supports because I just personally don't understand. I'm just confused because unless you are rich, white, straight and a male, then what do you... What are you gaining? How do you see eye to eye with this man? You know? Yeah, I don't get it. So basically, you guys are all fucking stupid. Okay. So today, my sorority said they posted this on Facebook and on Instagram. So you know they really meant it. <laughs> they, they really feel in that one. So they said on Saturday, September 26th, Kappa Delta alumna Amy Coney Barrett um, and then her chapter was nominated to serve on the Supreme Court of the United States. While we do not take a stand on political, uh, while we do not take a stand on political appointments, we recognize Judge Coney Barrett's significant accomplishment. We acknowledge our two hundred seventy-seven thousand members have a wide. <laughs> I can't even read this because I'm physically getting ill reading this. We acknowledge our two hundred seventy-seven thousand members have a wide variety of po- of personal and political views, and believe all members have a right to their own beliefs. I. <laughs> I, I am, um, 
I, I, I personally was astonished to read that. Um, I first went on Facebook. So basically I was on FaceTime, uh, with one of my friends. I get off of FaceTime and I go on Facebook and I, that's the first person that I see. And I scroll on the comments and then I see that when my friends, Catherine texted me and she was like, <laughs> let me see it that because she was like, she said, please go look at my Insta story. I literally can't. And <laughs> as soon as I saw that on Facebook, I went to go look at her Instagram story and it was the same thing. Like she had reposted that and then said whatever to Kappa Delta because they are literal trash. And if anybody's going to call you out on something, it's going to be Catherine. So I, I, I basically started fuming. I was just like, what is wrong with you guys? My thing is, if you are saying, oh, I don't take a stance, that's taking a stance. You not saying anything is saying all that I need to know. So basically, then I <laughs> took a screenshot, I posted on my little Instagram and was like, you know, this is what I have to say about this because you guys are actual trash and I don't want to be associated with you. Honestly, like I really stopped wanting to be associated with Kevin Delta a long time ago. Um, but that is neither here nor there at the moment. And then, <laughs> and then not even 10 minutes later, they took down the post on Facebook and on Instagram because there was so much backlash because they were literally fucking psychotic. Like who thinks to do... Uh, anyways okay long story short capital is fucking stupid and i just there are so many things that like kdhq has done that's so questionable um there are a lot of things that my own chapter has done that's been extremely questionable but honestly i think i'm gonna save that for another episode like i think i'll i can go in i think i'll do it with someone that was in my chapter I think I'll go into that on another day. But it really just pissed me off because I was like, the funny thing is that I already had this episode ready to go, prepared everything. And then that happened today. And I was just like, you know what? We're just gonna, we're just gonna re-record the whole fucking thing because now I'm really amped up. <laughs> and so I'm just only like, who knows what I'm gonna talk about now because I... I'm obviously still going to talk about the same stuff that I was going to talk about, but like now I'm just like pissed off and hyped up on anger. <laughs> so it's just like, there are so many things obviously wrong with this government and there's so many things. It's truly unfathomable, unfathomable. This whole Supreme Court justice thing really grinds my gears because I'm like, how are you going to go against someone's dying wish? If my fucking dying wish was simply to wait, like, if my dying wish was to, like, die with some freaking, like, fish and chips with me, you guys better fucking respect my dying wish and get me some fish and chips. Like, obviously, I can't eat it, but it, uh, all she wanted, all she wanted was to wait until the election. All she wanted. If anybody fucking disrespects my dying wish, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's going to be. But if anybody disrespects it, like, you're going to hell. And I'm going to come back and I'm going to fucking haunt you. Yeah, that's scary, bitch. That's called spooky season. <laughs> okay. I'm done. <laughs> Woo! Okay, I'm done. But speaking of this election, we're going to talk about racism in voting and voting suppression. But we're just going to talk about voter suppression real quick because I... And black, you know, a lot of 
these people out here have been like, oh my god, you talk like a white girl. Well, guess what? I'm black. That doesn't even fucking mean anything. So don't say that because it's racist. Unless you're racist and you want everybody to know that you're racist, don't fucking say that. Because it's annoying and I've heard it for 22 years of my life and I don't want to hear it anymore. So if you've said it or if you think that it's okay to say, please get out of my life. I really don't want you here. Anyways, so my my ballot. So I requested my absentee ballot a month ago, okay? And me and my roommate, Emily Brown, my girl, Emily Brown, who is white, we requested it same day. I requested mine probably like five minutes before she did. We did it online. She got hers two weeks ago. I tracked my ballot down and I did not get my ballot until a couple days ago and I know some of you might be sitting there thinking like like Dee Dee that's really not a big deal but it actually is a big deal because why did it take that long for my ballot to arrive when we requested ours the same day same time it was coming from the same place and going to the same place the only difference is that she's white and I'm black Because the thing is that they really don't want my black ass to vote. Because they don't want me voting for Joe Biden. But guess what? I'm going to do it. So, anyways. (laughs) I just... If you support Trump, please... Please just... Please... Like like I said, this is just not the podcast for you. So, if you're racist, please exit stage right. I just don't want to hear, see, speak to you. And, you know, some people are like, well, you shouldn't shut out, you know, people that have different views. I'm like, fundamental views? I shouldn't shut people out that don't like the color of my skin? And if I don't shut them out, then what? They're going to kill me? Like, I don't think so, honey. Mm -mm. Not trying to get lynched today or tomorrow or any of these fucking days. So, no, if you're racist... Don't talk to me. Literally get out of my life. (laughs) Anywho. So I'm just going to go through a list of, I'm just going to go through a list of things that I'm like just about, I'm just sick of it. I'm just annoyed and it's all a result of racism or it is racism and I, it just pisses me off. And okay. So number one, professors making fun of my name. It's annoying and it's not cool. Not even just professors, just people. Um, I remember growing up, I hated my name. Literally did not want anyone to call me by my legal name. Um, not that anyone did. I just hated my name because everyone would be like, oh, how do you say your name? And then I'd be like, oh, I go by duty. And they'd be like, oh, that's much easier. Like, uh, no, like, grow up. Like, learn how to pronounce a name. If you can pronounce these fucking Gaelic names then you can learn how to pronounce tidy shell, okay? Y'all are annoying as shit. Um, what else? (laughs) I'm so, I'm so angry right now. I'm literally so mad because the, (laughs) it's like the, the way that I recorded this before, it's like this energy just like not like this. Like this recording right now, honestly, we'll see which one I use. (laughs) If you're listening to this, then obviously this is the one that I chose, but whatever. You know what I'm fucking sick of? I'm sick of airport security always going through my stuff. 
Oh, you just randomly selected my name, the name that's foreign, the name that you don't know how to pronounce. Yeah, I highly doubt that. People are like, whenever I take a flight, it's to no avail whenever I take a flight, my bags always get opened. All of my stuff always gets gone through and they end up like, everything ends up like spilled and uh, it's just so annoying. Like, I'm not stupid. I'm not stupid. Tell me that my best friend and roommate, Emily Brown, tell me that her stuff gets gone through the same exact amount of time as mine does because it's not fucking random. Anyways, next. (laughs) I am sick of white people not understanding that I do not have to accept your apology. I don't have to accept your apology. I don't have to accept your sorry. I really don't care that you feel guilty about being racist or whatever in the past. I don't care that you feel bad that you said something that was inappropriate and offensive and I called you out on it. I don't care that, I really don't care. Because tomorrow is the beginning of October, when you're listening to this, obviously not when I'm recording it, but you know, when you're listening to this, anyways, you get it. But I'm gonna tell you the story about (laughs) all my friends in high school that I'm still friends with now. They know what story I'm about to say. This story is about Halloween, sophomore year. I went to a Halloween party at my then best friend's house. Some people at the party were drinking. Some people were not. I was not. There was a guy that was my friend that came up to me that had been drinking. He came up to me. He said, oh, what are you supposed to be? What's your costume? I couldn't tell you what his costume was, probably because it's irrelevant. Anyways, I was dressed as an 80s workout girl because I thought I was super cute in the 10th grade and whatever. (laughs) Oh, God. So he said... Oh, what are you dressed up as? What are you supposed to be? I said, oh, I'm an 80s workout girl. (laughs) He said, oh, I thought you looked like you should be picking cotton. Hmm? Excuse me? (laughs) Did you just fucking say that to me? Yes, that is true. Yes, that is a real true story that happened to me in the 10th grade. Um... No, I am not friends with this person. However, number one, I really hope that this person has changed. I hope that he has grown. But number two, I will actually never forget this because everyone told me that I needed to forget it. After this happened, this guy apologized to me over Twitter. I did not see the apology um, until I think the next day. So he messaged me again on Twitter, rescinded the entire apology. He said, just kidding, shouldn't have even apologized to you in the first place. He then proceeded to subtweet me saying, I don't even know why she's so upset. Like it really wasn't even that big of a deal, blah, blah, blah. There were a lot of people that were my friends at the time that were like, dude, you just need to get over it. And these people do not know that the reason that I am not friends with them, that I stopped being friends with them, that I cut them off is because of that moment. So... So everyone was like, Dee Dee, you need to get over it, blah, blah, blah. He literally took the apology back. He was like, just kidding. Don't actually care. So, <laughs> so, so I was like, okay, that's totally fine. Whatever. Literally, fuck you. And we're just not going to be friends anymore. I mean, that's that. <laughs> so I literally, I, I just will never forget that. So all you annoying ass bitches, if 
I'm so, I'm literally so mad right now. <laughs> I, I'm just, I really just think the thing with my sorority just really pissed me off because like, it's like, I'm not surprised. It's like, I should be probably, but I'm not. And so it's just really bringing back a lot of emotions for me about, you know, how I've, I've been treated and whew, man, whew. but anyways, the point of that story was to say is that black people don't have to forgive you like period end of story. I literally, I don't have to forgive you ever if I don't want to for racist things that you've done to me for racist things that you said anyone, I just don't have to forgive you. So I really hope, I really hope that that guy has learned from, you know, that situation because it's always going to stick with me. It, Yeah. It's just, and now the girl, you guys, now the girl whose house that I went to that was my best, one of my best friends at the time, she's a fucking cop now. So, <laughs> obviously, my chosen friends were a little questionable back then. Oh my gosh. Ooh. Anywho. So. <laughs> oh man. So we're just going to to Humber Dub because this is just going to get too long if I just oh my gosh I'm just way too heated this podcast episode needs to be over honestly because I need a glass of wine <laughs> so for Humber Dub this week I got a question that actually has been something that I have asked other people myself um in the past and I feel like it's something that I think we all can kind of learn from learn from it you know um but basically for humper jump I got a question from someone that was asking you know in this election I'm really afraid that I could lose a lot of my friends because people that I thought had the same morals and values as me actually don't so This question was asked by someone who is going to be a first-time voter. Yay, first-time voters! Woo! But this is a question that I asked when I was a first-time voter four years ago. I was coming into college. Obviously, it was my freshman year. I came into college, and I was definitely not as vocal as I am now about anything, actually. But I had a very good friend. One of my best friends. We'd been friends for 14 years. I literally known that girl since kindergarten. And we just did not see eye to eye on politics, really. On social issues, on a lot of stuff. And I had no idea. Because I used to be a lot more reserved. And I feel like I also used to be a lot more moderate in my opinions. Because, like, my family, like, my family's a family of immigrants. So, my family didn't really talk that much about politics in America. Because, you know, they were concerned about politics in Liberia. Which makes sense to me, but might not make sense to a lot of other people. Because you're like, well, you're immigrants, but you're living in America. But it's, yes, but it's like, that's, you know, our home country. I was a lot more moderate. I was a lot less vocal about the things that I felt because in my family, we didn't even really talk that much about it. Anyways, so when I got to college, that's really when I started becoming a lot more vocal as I feel a lot of people are in college. I feel like that happens to a lot of people. But anyways, so my freshman year, 
<laughs> the day after the election, I had this class and it, what class was it? I don't remember exactly what the class, was it global? I think it's global. But anyways, <laughs> but anyways, in my global class, my professor decided to take the day. Honestly, Elon was so sad. He was so sad. <laughs> the day after the election, it was so sad. Oh, didn't I say I wasn't mentioning the name of my college? Oh, well, you guys probably already know. <laughs> if, if you're listening to this podcast and you either didn't go to my high school or didn't go to my college, then you had no idea what what college I've been talking about the entire time. But surprise, it's Elon University in Elon, North Carolina. And they just had a fucking Trump rally and they did absolutely nothing over there. So that's another issue. Oh, Lord, help us all. Mm. But anyways, so I'm sitting in class and my professor that day, Shannon Mundine, love you, girl, if you're listening. Hey. My professor that day decided that we would do more of like a Socratic seminar kind of thing. Except, no, it really wasn't a seminar. We just sat in a circle. I think that was the only seminar-ish thing about it. But basically, I think I emailed her and I was like, I'm really scared to go to class. Or basically to go out of my dorm. Because Trump had just, you know, won. Ew. That's like... It's honestly so disgusting for me to even say. Like, to this day, I truly can't even believe it. So that day, she basically, like, got us all. We all sat into in a circle, and we wrote down our feelings on pieces of paper, and then we passed them up to her, and then she read them out loud, and we kind of talked through them as a group if anybody wanted to say anything. And so the thing that I wrote down was that I'm scared of losing my friends, And I was talking about this specific friend because our views were just so different. And I was like, girl, you've been hiding this from me all these years. Like, I did not know that you were basically racist. (laughs) And like, honestly, if you asked her, she would not be like, I'm racist. She would just be like, well, my dad has worked so hard for his money. and, And he just believes that people that don't work as hard as him shouldn't be able to take it away from him. I'm like, honey. Let, let me tell you something because you know who does not pay taxes. He He's paying less taxes than your daddy. I promise you. It's not the immigrants. The immigrants aren't taking any jobs away from what your dad would have. You're annoying shit. Like, if your dad owns a Fortune 500 company, you think my little immigrant parents when they came off of the ferry from Liberia are all of a sudden going to know how to take that away in two days? Calm yourself down. So, anywho... So I wrote this down and one of my friends, Elena, who sadly transferred to Villanova, but I love her so much. She said something that basically has stuck with me because she was like, if you think that you're losing those friends, they are not a loss. If they don't believe in you, if they don't believe that you matter, they're not a loss. So that is what I will say to you now. If you're scared of losing friends, I know losing friends seems terrifying, honestly. But we need to hump losing friends. Some people truly do come into your life for a reason and for a season. And sometimes those seasons are long. You know, sometimes those seasons are nice, long. They're there for your entire life, which is amazing. And sometimes 
those seasons are short like a little winter's day okay actually winter's days are are longer aren't they aren't they i don't know anyways the point is <laughs> is that your friends are not your friends if they don't believe in the basic human rights that you believe in i am no longer wasting my time on people that do not care about black lives i'm not wasting my time on people that don't care about women and women's rights i'm not wasting my time on people that are homophobes that are transphobes on anyone that does not care about basic human rights and you shouldn't either so the moral of the story is dump your racist friends dump your racist boyfriend dump your racist family members i know it's hard dump anyone that does not care about other people other people's fundamental rights and that's it end of story i know that it's really hard trust me because i i like i went through this like i went through it and i tried so hard to salvage that friendship with this person i'm talking about but it's not it's not worth it why am i trying to save a friendship with someone who doesn't care about me and she will say like well i care about you i care about you as a person but okay but you don't care about my skin you don't care about the color of my skin you don't care about other people that look like me so you don't care about me huh anywho I so so I I really like I just don't I don't care about losing friends honestly I really don't because I absolutely don't need people that are saying blue lives matter because blue lives are not a real thing argue with your mother don't argue with me because I will actually ruin your life anywho (laughs) that is our yeah so I don't even remember what the actual humper dump was Hump those that love you and support you and and want the best for you, but dump those that don't. People will show, show their true colors. People will. Dump your friends that suck, honestly. <laughs> Anyways. So far on the DL. Or <laughs> uh, on the DL is kind of along those lines, kind of. But on the DL is a question that I got about followers and influencers and blah, 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 and all that stuff. The question was, do you care about followers? Um, And I will say this, and I guess followers on my my Instagram, on my social media. So basically my answer to that would be, you know, obviously I have created a brand. I've created a podcast. So, you know, obviously I want my podcast, I want my podcast to grow and I want my podcast to be successful and I, you know, want to do all these things. And so like with my personal page and with my podcast page, obviously, you know, I'd love to gain more followers. I think that would be amazing if I'm, you know, actually touching people's lives and making people laugh or whatever every week because, you know, I really enjoy doing this. However, (laughs) I'm going to say a strong however, I don't really care about losing people online or in my life that have no value to me and what I mean by this is I'm going to tell you a quick little story so if this podcast hasn't been long enough but there was 
this girl in my sorority, starting and ending with my whack-ass sorority. But there was this girl in my sorority who is younger than me. She's in a different pledge class than mine. And she basically, a couple months ago, posted something about, what is her name? That black Republican lady. Uh, I cannot, her name escapes me right now. What's her name? Like, Amaretta. Black Republican lady. <laughs> I cannot. Candace Owens. <laughs> what the fuck did I just say? Amaretta. Who is that? <laughs> Candace Owens. Anyways, so she posted this thing under, I think Candace Owens said something about Trump and how she loves Trump, blah, 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 whatever. I don't even know. But um, she basically posted that. One of my friends, who was one of the other, like, four, three, two black people in my sorority, um, she, I think, like, took a screenshot of it and then posted it on her Instagram story and was like, basically, you're dumb. Like, what's wrong with you? And, <laughs> and this girl, I guess, like, everyone that was still in the chapter, because me and my other friend Brianna, the girl who posted it on her Snapchat or on her Instagram story, like roasting that girl, um, like we, you know, we've already graduated. So like, what are you going to do? Anyways, so um, apparently some sisters that are still in the chapter, like tried to report me to standards. And I was like, number one, you can't fucking report me because I've already graduated. Number two, you're trying to report the wrong girl. So you're racist because you think me and Brianna look exactly the same. You don't know how to differentiate us, which is disrespectful. Even though, anyways, that's another story for another time. Because, like, I, I just can't. And number three, I just don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> like... Oh, yeah. So the girl, anyways, she unfollowed me and she got all of her little people in her friend group to unfollow me as well. And I was like, well, I didn't even do anything to you, but like, I don't want to follow you anyway if these are your beliefs. So I personally, like, I don't care about followers in that sense. Like, I don't care about, like, like I said in Humper Dump, I really don't care about losing people because that's not a loss. That's not what I would classify as loss. I'm like, that's just you finally getting the hell out of my life. <laughs> sisters oh man everyone mm. this episode has just been it's been kind of therapeutic honestly i feel like i needed to get that out <laughs> i feel like the first time i recorded this episode it was therapeutic as well but maybe i'll just keep re-recording it <laughs> so i'm no longer angry but anyways thank y'all so much for tuning in um i really hope that this episode has you guys you tell me <laughs> You tell me what this episode is. Uh, you tell me what this episode is done for you. Anyways, everyone. <laughs> I'm going to call it a day. I really appreciate... If you've made it this far, I really, really, really appreciate you all tuning in. I don't... I feel like I don't talk a lot about my emotions regarding... Like, I feel like even though I talk, I can talk a lot and blah, 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 whatever... I I am still a pretty private person and so I don't know I feel like there are some things that I shared today that you know I feel like I'm taking steps in the right direction of being more open I don't know I just really appreciate everyone that is listening um 
I appreciate everyone who has always had my back and who continues to have my back and who who fights for, you know, me and fights for things that matter. And so I just love, I love you all. I really do. And I will see you next week. I hope that you've had an amazing dumb day, even in the midst of this crazy world that we're living in. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Always, always, always feel free to reach out to me with anything. I just love you all so much. And I will see you next week. Bye. Uh, I feel like I'm always singing nowadays. Anyways, I probably need a new outlet. Should I, should I start a YouTube channel for my singing? Just kidding. Okay, bye. <laughs> Happy dump day. This year has us all wanting to be healthier, and that includes our eye health. But how do you get vision coverage if you're retiring? It's actually pretty easy. VSP, the vision coverage many people get through work, offers individual vision plans. Enroll anytime, on any device, and start using your benefits the same day. You don't need to be an employee to get employee-level vision coverage. Visit vspdirect.com today. That's vspdirect.com. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly.